Hello, I'm Sarah Connolly, and today I'm talking to one of my favourite cyclists. I say this every week, and every week it's true, but this time it's Lauren Hall. She's a proper Southern American cyclist, uh, races in the States and comes over here to do some mad attacking and general craziness. Lauren, how are you? Um, absolutely wonderful. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. <laughs> um, how is it that well, you're in the sunshine while we sit in storms and wind? Is it is it weird? Do you just live in continual summer? I would love to. Um, no, I'm in Tucson, Arizona at the moment. And yeah, we, we have temperatures right now high in the 70s and 80s and low at night. And it'll it'll freeze at night. So, you know, nine o'clock ride time is a little bit cold. But, uh, you know, within the hour or so, you're peeling off layers, which I absolutely love. And it, <laughs> it just gets me refreshed and ready for the, the lovely spring classics. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, how do you go from like living in the sunshine to like coming to Omnipet Noiseblad and like freezing to death? Uh, you just do it. Uh, you know, I, uh, you know what to expect. You know that that's coming when you when you go over there, and that you're not going to see the sun for two months, and that you're just going to be pale. But that's okay because <laughs> again, being here, I'm just refreshed and ready, and yeah, my my head's right when I come over there. So. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at your um, CQ ranking, and it looks like the first races you rode in Europe were the Drenser uh, the Drenser races, and then Ronde van Vlaanderen. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, actually, last year we started with at New Zealand, and right. that was that was wonderful because again, I went to sunny, wonderful, warm weather, and then uh, and then yes, back back to Belgium for teeth kicking in sessions <laughs> <laughs> as you like to think of them I what, what is it like I mean I often wonder about American races you you know how how what's it what's it like kind of making that transition it's intense it's very intense um because here in the U.S. we'll start in California racing you know in April March you know mm. And it's again, it's warm and sunny over there, and I think um, they just kind of do that. To, I don't, I don't know. I guess Redlands has been around for such a long time. Um, and then you come to Europe, and I, anybody I talk to, I, that's a cyclist. I try and get them to to understand what Flanders is like, and like the sportif the day before when all those people. And I think it's the most glorious thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. It's. Um, but, uh, you know, um, all these cyclists, all these fans, yeah, the weather's, you know, usually kind of dreary. Or, <laughs> you know, but that's okay because that's that's just part of it. And the cobbles are just something that I think any cyclist that's a fan of road cycling should experience. And uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. And I'm, I love that it is as hard as it is because when you finish and – you realize what you've just been through if you survived and if you haven't, I mean, you still can appreciate what we do and what these girls do. If you're not over there, you can totally appreciate it. So yeah, I love those races. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you're pretty good at them. You won a stage in the Bowles Rentals ladies tour, which I know it's not got the same kind of spring classics thing, but it's still got that hard Holland, you know, hundred, uh, 150, seven foot tall women with freshly sharpened elbows. Ah, you know, where, how do y'all grow those people? I don't, <laughs> it's ah, the Netherlands. They, they just do? feed them on dairy, I think. No, yeah. I'm just, it's it's quite amazing. Um, yeah, no, that that was quite interesting uh, at the end of the year because it was, it got cold and rainy. It rained every day. And I was like, I thought the spring was over. <laughs> the spring is beautiful okay. compared to our summer, man. <laughs> God. Um, 
but it's okay. Um, again, you kind of go over knowing that you're going to be on the, the dikes and dams or whatever and just small roads and bumping side to side. So if you can accept that it's going to be teeny tiny roads and, you know, left, right, front, back, getting run off the road and all that jazz, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) You just accept it. (laughs) It's no big deal. (laughs) I mean, this year you've had Ina Yoko Teutenberg as the Team USA Director Sportif. Was that... No pressure. No (laughs) pressure, huh? Yeah, about it. I know this. Yeah. Was was... that weird? I mean, was that hard? I mean, because you don't... That's the first time Team USA's had a DS like that, isn't it? In my knowledge, yeah. Um... It wasn't hard at all because I have a ton of respect for Ina and I, I raced against her, you know, just a little bit enough to be like, I know exactly who she is and I know exactly where I need to not be and in her way is where I don't <laughs> need to be. Um, but at the same time, she has racing against her and with her in the Peloton. She has a lot of respect for riders that do their job. And um, so, no, it was... It was very, I really enjoyed having her as a director. If I could learn anything from her, you know, I was just trying to soak it up and just, you know, she's just hard-nosed. Like, um, you just go out there, you do your job, and you you have to win. You know, you it's your job to race your bike and win. So, um, for whatever reason, if you don't win, she's not going to go and, you know, slap you or anything. But, <laughs> she, you know, just as long as you try and you do your job, she res- she'll respect you and you know appreciates your effort, so that it was it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Yeah. Do you think? Do you when you look at like things like your Holland Ladies Tour win was? Did you? Do you I mean, you've won loads of races. You've you know you won Kent Weddellgem last year. You've got like you you've got like a ton of really interesting things on your Palmares. But do you feel like having her as DS kind of changed your riding or helps you win? Um. If she was in the Peloton, that would help even more. <laughs> if we were wearing the same color jersey, that would help even more. No. Um, no, because, you know, she can only tell us, and then we have to go do it. So, um, and, you know, I'm a professional. So any of my directors say, you need to be at this spot, at this kilometer, you know, that's your job. So, you know, just because she says it doesn't make it any different. Um, but, again, you just... It's more like I have the respect and people acknowledge her, you know, off the bike when we're moving around from hotel to hotel or, um, and I, you know, I just being, I enjoy being around her because she's blunt and honest and just, uh, very sincere. And when she tells you something that may be hard for you to swallow, she's only saying it because she wants you to become a better person or a better rider. So that's that's what I love about Ina. And now, I, you know, I can see why any of her teammates rode as hard as they could for her and how she was so successful. I mean, I, I would have loved to have been on her team. Yeah. So. Well, next best thing. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. There yeah. is no doubt. I really enjoyed <laughs> And it looks, it's a really weird year, wasn't it? I look, I'm looking at your CQ ranking and, you know, looking at your... Is it down the bottom? Are you on, like, the last page? Or well, I don't know how it works. But <laughs> yeah, but, but, like, looking, but, like, you know, it starts off with, like, wins, you know, three three wins in New Zealand, if you count the um, TTT, which, of course, I do. And, you know, and I remember you out in Energy Water um, hitting it hard with Lauren Kamensky, like, just, just endless Lauren attacks, which was really, really good fun to watch. Like, like just, just 
just lovely. And then you had a couple of nasty crashes, didn't you? Like you, you had a yeah, crash. You what? Yeah. Yeah. And um, then... Yeah, I crashed the day before the double day. So we had the the double day was the TTT, and then mm. uh, like a hundred k at the in the afternoon. And the when I crashed. Um, I kind of thought I had broken something or dislocated something in my shoulder because I kind of fell right on the on my shoulder with my arms stretched out. So getting on the um, the trainer and warming up for the TTT that was pretty intense. And then I felt, you know, I was like, okay, I can pedal circles, and I finished the race. And then I did the afternoon race and attacked, and you know, I was either going to be out the back or off the front. <laughs> so. Um, and uh, and then the next day, it was just these gnarly crosswinds, and my body had totally shut down. Um, and I just went out the back, and then it started raining, and it got super cold. And, you know, I should have just pulled off or, I don't know, gotten in the sag wagon or something. You know, I, I shouldn't have finished. That was stupid. I was probably concussed, you know, um, and then I got sick, you know, after Energy Watt was over. Um, and then flesh alone came up. I was not prepared. I pulled out of that race, um, came back home, hit the reset button, went to Pan Am's, uh, crashed on the same side again, went back to the U.S., got E. coli. Oh, no. Um, probably two weeks before nationals, had antibiotics, and then went to nationals, and it was just a debacle, too. I'd, my body was just, like, trying to fight it, and you'd think you're okay, and... I wasn't. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, when it, the year it counted, I had every piece of bad luck I could have ever had. And looking back, you know, now that I've come through the other side, it's okay. At the time, it was a pretty shitty year, you know. Because, um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I wanted to make the long list for the Olympics. And, um, you know, especially after winning Ghent, you know, you kind of, okay, this is a reality. This can happen. And then, it, you know, it kind of... It didn't happen, and yeah. but you know, um, today, right now, sitting here talking to you, I'm in a really good place, and I can't wait for next year. And uh, I'm I'm a very happy person, and I'm glad I get to do this for a living. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And you know, I mean, you had a shitty year, but you came back, and like I said, you won the that stage in the Bowls Rentals Ladies Tour in a typical Lauren Hall fashion. You know, um, was it you and Bastianelli out out, out <laughs> yeah. together? Yeah. Um, for for ages, I seem to remember. But and then your team was fifth in the t- in the world championships in the TTT at home. I mean, that's 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 a pretty good you know for a shit year. That's a pretty good finish. Well, you know, I flatted seven k into the TTT, right? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it! Yeah, but so, you didn't crash. You still counted. I'm sure those seven k you were superb for. You know. Well, that's that's what um, one of the guys helping us. Uh, you know, uh, an advisor. He. He basically said, well, you know, you did your job. My job was to get the team to the start ramp, calm, cool, collective, get us off the ramp, get us up to speed, you know, uh, nobody freaking out, nobody blowing up. And I successfully did that, and then I flatted. So I didn't have to do all the hard work, and I got all the glory. <laughs> I mean, the same thing happened to Christine Mayuris in bowls, you know. They, you know and I mean, last year, uh, you know, Mariana Voss uh and, and they had the hideous crash in Rabobank. So, you know, I'm kind of, I think that's, you know, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of up there. You count. I count you. <laughs> oh, I, heck yeah. There's, I definitely put myself um, on that podium or, you know, with those girls as well. I, and I was tickled to death because, you know, um, you look at that group and 
it's a green group and a, a very uh, young group as far as Peloton and racing. And then what we pulled off, it's it's pretty amazing and pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, you're the top American team. Which I, I mean, I have to say, I wasn't, I wouldn't see, I, I wasn't expecting that at all. You know, exactly. I, 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 and I love it. I love it when cycling mm-hmm. confounds me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I felt, you know, talking about crashing, I felt sorry for Optum because they had crashed in training, and mm. you could, you could feel the nerves, and that's what doing uh, two world TTTs prior in Florence and then in uh, Pomferrata, it's like, okay, girls, look. Stay relaxed. This is practice. This is the best practice day you'll ever have. Um, so, you know, yeah, we just kept it really simple and calm and not too hard, you know, in practice and then went out that day and had a had a great race. Yeah. And and what was it like racing at home, like with the American crowds? It was so cool. <laughs> it was it was so much fun. And I you know, I I really wanted to experience Libby Hill as a rider, but Um, being behind the scenes and helping USA Cycling tweet about the race and um, seeing my teammates out there and my friends. um, God, it was... And I I was a little nervous that uh, not a whole lot of people would come to the race or, you know, it's not European uh, racing and, you know, the the people may not come out as much because it's not soccer or or it's not football or basketball or baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just came out, and it was so cool. And I was kind of in awe. And I, I was like, yes, good job, USA. This was fucking awesome. You made and it look. Your crowds always make it look great. I mean, the Cyclocross World Championships in the USA was like, you know, the same, same thing. Like, your crowds were just fantastic. And, you know, people I'd never talked to before kind of found me on Twitter, and I was telling them a little bit about the sport. And, oh, my God, this sounds so great. I'm going to tell all my friends to come down. Like, oh, <laughs> Americans are just lovely. <laughs> I think it's something that um, any cycling fan should, just like uh, any other sport, you should go and experience it live. And yeah. just get the entire feel when the peloton goes by and how fast they're going and how close they are and yeah. and the rush yeah, of the, the wind and, exactly and the feeling exactly. of like how it rattles the barriers because it's so going so fast and furious. <sighs> it, yeah, so I was I was tickled that it it was such a wonderful experience. Yeah, I mean I feel for you because were you British, for example, you'd be in the national team without <laughs> someone blinking. And I think the USA has such. I mean, <laughs> the general. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I always look at Team USA because there's always the intense drama about who gets selected and, you know, and the kind of fighting. I, mean, I don't mean fighting in a bad way, but you know what I mean? Like the kind of, there's always a lot of polemica about who's got who's got in and who's not in. And I really feel for you because, you know, you should swap to being English and then, you know, we'd have you. Could be in our national squad. <laughs> hey, you put me um, as teammates with Lizzie Armistead, that, I take that as a high compliment. Thank you very much. No, no, totally. We <laughs> definitely have you, man. It would be awesome. <laughs> Um, yeah, and that's, you know, again, it's hard to be like, gosh, you know, um, these people, they're, you know, but at the same time, I think, you know what, that's good for our country, that we have such depth that, yeah, yeah, it is hard to make our team, and there's a reason, because there are some really good athletes in this sport, and I I think it has evolved quickly for USA in the last five years, leaps and bounds, you know, I guess probably just the girls getting over to Europe and racing, come back to the U.S. and show the peloton in the U.S. how hard you really need to push on the pedals, you know, day in, day out. Yeah. To be good in world tour now, you know. So, 
No, I think I think it's great. And then, heck, I, I would feel sorry for anybody uh, trying to make the Dutch national team. So <laughs> I totally get it. I totally get it. That that would probably be way harder. Yeah, it's, it's Dutch, Italians, and then Team USA are like the ones that yeah. I'm, you know, most most fascinated by. And I think, I mean, I guess success breeds success as well, doesn't it? I mean, I know there was always Connie Carpenter and Kristen Armstrong, but I guess there's there's such a range now. You know, Megan doing so well in the um, in the Giro, Evie Stevens' history, Shelley Owls. You know, there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of different riders. That means that you're not just like you know you're not just like some. Oh look! Oh look! It's someone who's exactly. not European coming here. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh look, she's scary. This is a scary team, you know. And <laughs> and I love that about your energy walk. You know, this this year's energy walk to a team just seems so like, yeah, we might not win, but we're going to try it every day. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, those are those are good memories and. Uh, even the hardest of times over there in the spring and you know when I wasn't doing well and hurt and injured and tagaderm every day and you know scabs every day you know those are those will be some of the fondest memories I have off the bike is spending time with those people yeah 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 and of course I like seeing you in in the women's tour because you know I always like seeing I always like it's always like nice to have people come to my country and race (laughs) of course of course that was your first time this year wasn't it was it uh, did you race last year? Yeah. No, we did it with Optum as well. Oh right, okay, yeah, and it's yeah, it was. Of course, you did. I spoke to you. Oh my god. It's okay. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Um, I mean, it's, we're in a weird place because we've always had like you know Nicole Kirk and Emma Pooley and Lizzie Armitstead. You know, we've had a lot of of history in the sport, mm-hmm. but we haven't had the racing. You know, we haven't had the racing happen here. And it's and it, and it's a little bit like the states because you've got things you know now that you've got that little mini UCI season of Philly and and you know and the kind of uh, just you know you've got you've got all that really, those really nice races like Tour of the Gila and stuff that are now UCI. It's yes. lovely to know that you guys you know your riders don't have to make that huge commitment, but they can still race against the best in the world on their home soil. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I was actually talking to a junior here. She's a she's still in high school and there's a there's a group here called El tu, uh um El Grupo and it's more geared towards kids and kids in high school and then kind of, you know, giving them something else to do besides the ball sports and all that. Mm. Anyway, and I was talking to her about Tour of the Gila. And she was like, "Well, I was thinking about doing Tour of the Gila as a um as an elite and what do you think?" And I'm like, "Well, one Tour of the Gila, I get my teeth kicked in every single day of that race. <laughs> it is so hard. It's at altitude. The roads are chip seal, so it's just – and then you've got Mara Abbott climbing away on these climbs. <laughs> and plus this year is an Olympic year. And I was like, maybe you should wait one more year <laughs> before you do that one as elite, you know. But, um, yeah, you know, it, it, I think a lot – I hope – I don't know. I feel sorry for – some of these races, because I'm sure it is super hard for them to find the funding to pull off UCI. Mm. So whatever I can do to help promote it, push it, get the girls here, you know, it, even if I'm not racing the race, you know, um, I, I would, I, you know, just for, you know, for scheduling wise or whatever, but I, I think it's super important um, that we acknowledge these races and that people come to these races. 
Yeah, yeah. And and I love, I mean, I love that you've now, that they've got, they've managed to get themselves UCI status because the American racing is so e- amazing to follow. Like, I love, I love watching your crit series. Um, You know, like, it's a little bit yeah. of a culture cl- culture shock the first time you watch it and the year. Preem, 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 preem. <laughs> you know, cash preem, cash preem. It's the, it's the Connolly Funeral Homes cash preem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's the exotic dentistry, cash free. Yes. Like, wow. It's But, you know, like I'm watching it from the UK going, yeah, this is amazing racing and I've no idea what's going on, but I love it. Well, and then, so it's 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 such a different racing that, you know, there's some girls that go to those races just for the preems. Yeah. And then, you know, because usually there's like the gambler's preem with like one, two to go, you know, and they just go all out for that sprint and then boom, they're done and like, well, I don't care if I win or not. And... <laughs> Um, I remember on Colavita, we had some of the Europeans come over because we were, uh, when we were on Colavita, we were um, partnered with the Italian national team. And so I think, you know, they came over and did a couple of races and they were like, what is this crit racing? You know, it's, <laughs> it's just so different than even a Kermesse, you know. So uh, it's, you know, as an athlete, I, and my coach has always said, you know, try every every aspect of cycling so cyclocross track crit kermesse road you know it it's good to experience every avenue of cycling i think and it makes you a better rider yeah yeah i mean i always thought you're a, a sprinter because of the all the all the kind of um crit winner quick crit wins <laughs> yeah yeah that's <laughs> our stage wins. for sure yeah 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 um and then that was that was on moneymaker until i i, I figured out racing and figured out how to position myself for some of the climbs and now I'm you know maybe a little bit smaller and just a uh, uh, all-arounder now I can get over some of the climbs so yeah. that's good I always think of you as that kind of gutsy aggressive um you know breakaway fun fun rider yeah. <laughs> fun rider you're a fun, fun rider, rider. I'm, a fun ride. I'm gonna put that on my resume for next year um <laughs> hey if I can uh uh, increase my chances by being, you know, I've got a one in six chance of winning versus one in 180. I'll take it. <laughs> no. um, yeah, I just do my job. Um, like for, for example, the Giro in 2013, we went over USA Cycling and we won. You know, Mar Abbott won. Mm. Um, day one and two were flat stages. My job was to get, um, you know, in the top ten, move the car up, and you know. So um, I, the first day I was eighth, and the second day I was fourth in a field sprint. And, you know, we had a, a team basically of climbers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just do my job that, and then and be smart, and it uh, usually works out somehow. I Because you started off as a soccer player, I read on your bio. Um, does the team aspect of soccer help your, help your approach to cycling? Hundred percent, yes. Um, yeah, I should be European. I mean, <laughs> why am I not? You know, dang, I should have played tennis or golf if I was going to be rich and famous. But I'll take cycling <laughs> instead. No, yeah, I grew up. I've got two older brothers, and since I couldn't play uh, uh, American football, you know, I wanted to be a football player. And um, you mean you, so mean you weren't tempted by the lingerie league? Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> This is one of those things that, like, cultural, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I know it. I, no, I'm not. I mean, I'd run around in spandex. That's pretty close to underwear, but <laughs> um, no. 
Um, no, I grew up playing soccer, yeah, and I, I just loved it. I'm left-footed, and I had speed, and um, I got to play in college on a full scholarship, and I played semi-professional, hoping to be a professional athlete in soccer, and yeah, that didn't pan out. But yes, um, being a teammate and when there's a goal scored on the team, you know, it's not the goalie's fault. It's the team that the entire team leading up to the goalie, yeah. you know, it's everybody's fault. Yeah. So I, I apply that in cycling as well. And one of the things I've kind of brought over from, from soccer or I played basketball and all that as well, um, that I brought over to cycling is pregame, you know, like you put your hands in and kind of do a little rah-rah speech and then on three, you know, go team or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think that's really important because you're looking each other in the eye, super close and we're doing a quick little, okay, this is the job we're going to do, and we're going to do it together right now, hands in, let's go. So, um, yeah, I think everybody should be held accountable for you know their job, and it's very clear when a bike rider is in a race and they're not doing their job, it's clear to me as their teammate, and it's clear to everybody else that's racing against us. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very aware of that, and I want to make sure that we ride as a team always. And how, how do you cope with that? Because that would kill me. That would kill me with frustration because sometimes you watch races and you think, yeah, <laughs> I don't quite understand why she didn't say at the start of the race that she wasn't feeling it or something, you know, because clearly, yeah. clearly it's her turn and she's not having it, you know, or whatever. Um, you know, you can tell sometimes. How, how do you cope as a teamy person? How do you cope with that? Just, I just try and take emotion out of it and just state the facts and, um, you know, it will come back around to that person. If they're not, if, if, you know, we're working for one individual and not everybody's in, well, that day's going to come back to you, you know, when it's your day. So it behooves you to, to ride as a team because you will also have your day. So, and then honestly, those that aren't team players get weeded out pretty pretty fast I think <laughs> yeah. So, yeah yeah I, I think that's why I was so happy that Optum won you know when when you won the team prize at the uh at the women at the British the oh what was it called Friends Life Women's Tour last year yeah that was such a lovely lovely moment because you guys had been up there so often and but you'd also been such a fun team to have around like you'd done oh, a lot cool. of press stuff and you know you'd been really you know you'd been really nice and friendly and it was just lovely to it was just a really nice happy 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 moment for me well, why wouldn't anybody be? I mean, you know, we're trying to get as many fans as possible to like this sport or be in the sport or be in, you know. Um, so it, why wouldn't any team be welcoming or inviting to fans, to press, to um, sponsor commitments, you know, within reason? But um, you guys put on a hell of a show. We that, Being up on stage was so awesome and I could not believe how many how many people were out and signed an autograph it was so so cool and y'all did it right you did it right <laughs> you know involving the communities and the the kids and all the schools all those schools all those kids coming out and it was a lot of fun uh, except for driving on the other side of the road <laughs> but even that it was such an experience and I hope I get to come back again and 
gosh yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's also I mean I was you know I did the I did some of the social media for the race which is you know amazing for them to give me that chance and but they'd really worked hard they say that before that race everyone had said to them oh it won't work it's a women's race it won't work it'll right. never work you know no one likes women's sports so there was like this this slight edge of <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's a bit similar with you know with like the American races you know when people are a bit dis you know people dissing them and uh, you know, if if you say, oh, you know, uh, it's going to be, oh, you know, American racing, it's going to be so dull, and then you see Richmond, right. and it's like, oh my god, yeah. Hey, welcome to my world. I'm from Mississippi. I'm not supposed to be a soccer or a, a, a pro athlete at anything. Oh, you can't do that. Oh yeah, watch me. <laughs> so yeah, hey, I get it. I totally get it. And with that mindset, it was pulled off. It was glorious. Yeah. So. You've, um, <laughs> I've got my, li- I've got this list. My list is, is here. It's got culinary school, question mark, roadkill, okay. brackets. <laughs> no, those soccer. two things don't go together. It's not. It well, hey, Mississippi, for- <laughs> soccer player, culinary school, roadkill <laughs> recipes. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. You know what? I, I went to Le Cordon Bleu. Um, and so it's, it's like mastering the art of French cuisine and, you know, traditional methods. Hey, they cook rabbit. It's popular, so that's super close to squirrel. Um, <laughs> I've never made squirrel stew, but I have eaten it. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm also, well, when I lived in Mississippi, I was an avid hunter, so we would go dove hunting, duck hunting, uh, deer hunting, um, and I've been successful in all avenues. It's grass-fed, all organic, killed humanely, I yeah. don't, you know, um, so, uh, yeah, hey, you, you kill it, I'll grill it. <laughs> I mean, do you, want to, do you want to go back to cooking after cycling? I mean, not, not that you're going to finish cycling soon, of course, but like, is, there, is that something that you've got your eye on for the future? Um, the Lauren Hall, all the Lauren Hall, <laughs> bring your own meat <laughs> restaurants. What about what about the pro tour circuit? I could be a chef and uh, no. Nah. Hey, um, hey, can you just do me a favor in the manager's meeting? You know, can you just while you're driving around behind the cars, if something runs out in front of you, can you just swerve <laughs> and hit it and bring it back for me in a bag? Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh! Um, no, see, this is a fu- this is the funny thing though, is because you know culinary school. It sounds you know cordon bleu. It sounds all high, you know, highfalutin, doesn't it? High high class. It, and then there's, it is. Uh, that, you should have seen the price tag for that high class. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, uh, where were we? We were in. It was in 2012. I was racing for Tibco, and we had stayed over um, in one town at host housing, and. It's kind of funny because their roadkill were ducks, mallards. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so bizarre. Our roadkill in the U.S. is like raccoons and armadillos <laughs> and deer. And I was like, duck? You know, you know, duck is a good piece of meat to eat. And I was like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was aware. <laughs> we will have pheasant around here. It's all pheasant. Um, yes, you do. Fun. They're so pretty. And I would love to shoot one. No. <laughs> Peter, come calling, please. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Pheasant, a bit of venison. Maybe you could like hit a deer, you know. Yeah. uh, Hey, I have had friends. Now, okay, this is where the redneck does come out. I have had friends stop on the side of the road, you know, if they had seen somebody hit a deer and they're like, y'all gonna eat that? (laughs) And they're like, what? No, we just hit a deer. Oh my God. Oh my God. And 
the, some of the meat, the meat that was hit is not good, just to let you know. Okay. But the rest of the meat uh, is usually still salvageable. Tidbit, <laughs> 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 there's your fast fact for the day. <laughs> well, this is also why I love the fact that, you know, the Pelot- I've always loved the Peloton for its international internationalness. And, you know, we don't do that sort of thing around <laughs> You know, we don't go, we, you know, like, you know, we're, we're a much more kind of tamed country. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like hunting, is, hunting isn't the same thing. So it's always like, you know, when you see the American riders with their just a profile of holding a gigantic fish or, you know, yeah. or, be, or, you know, kind of, kind of talk about, talk about their guns. It's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think everybody here in the U.S. <laughs> values my same opinion. So that's cool. It's, it's different here too. Um, you know. But whatever, <laughs> it takes all kinds to make up this beautiful world. So you've been pretty solidly. Um, you've been doing that interesting American career, haven't you? Of um, being based in American teams and kind of coming over with coming over with Team USA. Is mm-hmm. that? I mean, is that? Um, is that that seems to slide? Well, obviously, Colavita, you know, Colavita sort of counts like that. Are you? How does that? That seems like it's the best of both worlds in a way. You get to race over here, but you get to kind of you know live back there. Is that? Well, good? that's not my choice. I mean, I've emailed every oh, okay. team over there, like, hey, y'all want to sign me? And hell, I, nobody even responds. Like, oh. maybe I got the wrong email address. Oh, so um, no, it's not by choice, but it it's fine, um, and it's been fine. Like, so Colavita, twenty eleven. I I know I didn't even go to Europe. Um, my first European experience was in 2012 with Tibco, and we started, um, yeah, with the the uh, February races, and we stayed through Flesh Balone. Um and then, yeah, the next two years, um, just again by by uh, decision making, um, USA Cycling was my option to get to Europe again, mm. or Optum. Optum, we came over there as well, so. Um, yeah, it's just circumstance. Um, I would love to live in Mallorca or Girona, and uh, you know that would be because you know an American, a Mississippian. I don't. There's not a lot of people um, in my friends and family from Mississippi that would ever get that opportunity. So yeah, I would jump at that, but. That's just the way it is, and um, I look forward to coming over and going back and forth. It, it does get a little hard towards the end of the year, um, but it's okay if, uh, you know, you just try and keep your head straight on every trip and get the most out of it. So, yeah, it's a, it's all right. It's just, that's just, yeah, circumstances. Yeah, it seems it seems ridiculous though. Oh, I'm 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 offended on your behalf because you oh. know you've got such good results and you've been you're such an interesting such an interesting rider. Do you think it's just that there's so many? I mean, do you think it's harder for riders from the states to make it over here or you know to make it in European teams? Because you know if you can sign 150 Dutch girls, you know why sign why sign an American or or, or right. is it or is it you know is it that that I think it's probably. Honestly, they probably are afraid of my age. Yeah, um, thirty six, and uh, but I'm I'm relatively new in the sport. Yeah, you know this is my sixth year, so uh, you know in the sport sense I'm young, but you know in in life they say ah well why why would I get a thirty six year old when I can get a twenty three year old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know and groom them. So and that again, 
it it doesn't hurt my feelings. That's the the that's just the side of the sport. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I guess it's you know I guess on the other side you could have. I mean, I guess there's always those terrible, 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 terrible Italian teams. You know, better to do it your way <laughs> than to be stuck in one of those awful Italian teams where they're expecting you to do the DS's washing and worse, uh, and you know, yes. not paying you, and you know, no, you're not- sleeping. You're sleeping in a bunk bed in a room full of four, you know, with people who can't speak the language and, yeah. When they give you an apple for dinner, that that's when I'm going <laughs> to head open and be like, I don't think so. That's when the 36-year-old comes out and be like, I'm a grown woman. I need food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people weighing their rice and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, there's, there's, always, there's always worse, isn't there? It's like going, hurrah! Uh, yeah. So, um... I'm very happy and I'm super excited to be back with Tipco. Um, so yeah, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to a good time. Yeah, you've signed because you raced with them in 2012, but in your, you're signing them with again. What 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 was um what's the best thing about Tipco? Um, you know, um, going Linda believed in me. The team owner, she again, it was a tough year, and people kind of were like, ah, well, there goes Lauren. She's done. Yeah. And, um, again, going back to, I sent out an email to almost every team and nobody even acknowledges the email. And that's, that really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, you don't have the professional courtesy to email somebody back and say, thanks, but no thanks, or here's why not. Mm-hmm. Um, and Linda, she, uh, she didn't, you know, she didn't hesitate and she was like, I want you back. And I was like. I value that respect, and um, I really look forward to that. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's why. I'm, and um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward. And they have a great race schedule, um, so it's going to be a, a good year. Yeah. So, which which are your favorite races to ride? Okay, I mean, there's two things here. Which are your favorite races to ride, <laughs> and are they the same ones as which you're best at? Oh, well, what are my best at? Let's see. Um, no. Um, Flanders is always probably how on my list just because of the historical aspect of it, the intensity aspect of it. Um, I love that race. I love everything about that race. To me, that is, um, I try, I compare, uh, or I tell Americans that it's like NASCAR and uh, <laughs> the Super Bowl mixed together <laughs> because the fans come out. Um, just like in NASCAR, they bring their RVs and they sit there all week and they camp out and grill out and cook and, you know, it's out having a good time. And it's like the Super Bowl, like this is the day, the day, you know. And um, I love the, you know, the tents and the people are out there and cheering you on and um, and then finishing on the same finish line as the guys. That's pretty cool because yeah. um, I'm still a fan at heart, too. And so, yeah, Flanders is definitely up on number one, tip top. Yep. And then uh, I, I guess I always enjoy the one-day races because, you know, so much of it can be luck. Mm-hmm. Um, position, you know, just you could have a flat tire and your day's over or drop your chain and your day's over and, you know, just simple things like that. Um, it could be your best day or your worst day, and I think that's – that's what I like about the one day races. Yeah, but you're so good at you're good at like you're good at the the stage races as well. That's the interesting thing. <laughs> 
that's why I'm interested in whether people's favorite things I'm are a good teammate on, I'm a good teammate on the stage races. Yeah. Um, I, enjoy, I enjoy the stage races a lot as well. Um, and the chance. Like, so you had the GC kind of play out, and that's fun tactically to, to you know, send somebody up the road and see how other teams are going to react and play the game a little bit. I, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I really enjoy that as well. Or if I get up the road and, like, I get a chance for a stage win, that's great. Um, yeah, I guess I like those races as well. Um, just I guess just being selfish, I like the one-day races for myself. But, yeah. Um, yeah, team aspect. The stage races are a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always seem like you have fun. You always like you're always a smiley do, person. Man. Come on, I get to ride my bike and travel the world for, uh, for somebody pays me to do this. That's, Come that's, on. that's wonderful. <laughs> so which have been your best so my kind of last question, which have been your like best memories, your best your best you know, if you look back at your six years in cycling, what's been your best memories? Um, I've got a select group of friends that off the bike experiences, um, pre-race, post-race, just, um, going through battle together and then coming out the other end, you get really close to individuals and, and, you know, they're your friends for life. And that, and I kind of, I think I take that from soccer. Um, I realize it's, you know, you remember some of the games and some of the situations and some of the practices you went through together, but more important, it's those friendships. I've, I've got a select group of friends from soccer that we've been to weddings together. We've been through divorces together. They've got kids and, you know, we still keep in touch on a weekly basis. That's what I take from this sport is the friendships and the relationships I've uh, found through the hard times, through the fun times, and uh, that's what I take from, that's what I'll always remember from this sport and all the traveling and the places I've been able, blessed to see. That's amazing. And so what's your goals for 2016? What's the, what, what, where, where should we be, where should we be watching out for you? Well, I think I've mentioned Flanders a couple of times. <laughs> If I, I haven't, I'll, you do, I'll go ahead. I mean, the thing with the Flanders is probably 98% of riders who are lining up on the, the Flanders start lines. Right. You know, there's maybe only 2% of riders who don't want, like, I would die to win Flanders. <laughs> nah, no, nah, I'm good. It's okay. I don't have to win that race. No. I don't mind Flanders. Um. Nah, it's, it's no big deal. I'd much, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd much, I'd much rather, like, win um, Chongming Island, you know. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, no, you know, I... It doesn't matter. I just want to win some races. Um, Spring Classics, Philly, Nationals. Oh, you've come uh, so yeah. close in Philly and Nationals. Does it does it burn you, to, or does it just make you excited about, about riding them again? It may have used to burn me. I, you know, Nationals being second in the road to my teammate, or two times. It's <laughs> But at the same time, I couldn't have been more happy for those individuals because they're my teammates. And yeah. we just successfully pulled off one-two and shown every team like we were the smart ones today. Yeah. So, um, at the same time, you know, I'm second place, but it it was kind of like a I won as well moment. Oh. So, uh, you know, that being second doesn't. Now looking back, it's it's been a. It was wonderful moments. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just want to 
I don't know. I guess after this year, I'm looking forward to just racing my bike and having fun. And there's no pressure. Um, and I will win some races. Yes, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. So, well, mad, mad, mad. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. I really appreciate it. Now, if people want to follow you um, around the internet, around your racing, um, where do they find you? I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I do not do Instagram. I don't have enough time. I have a blog. That, and the blog is more um, off the bike experiences and photos. I'm not a great writer and storyteller, so I, send a, I put a lot of photos on the blog, and it's laurentheehallracing.com. I, I love I love your blog. It's just so really? pretty. They're so nice. They're just like it's just like you look at these like you know your your big skies. You have a lot of sky in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> and Colorado. That's that's where I'm mainly based in the summer is Colorado. Yeah. But so LaurenTHallRacing dot com on uh, the internet and your um your <laughs> your Lauren Lauren one seven one seven. Yeah, on Twitter, soccer number, soccer number. Oh, yep. okay. I was going to ask, and right. yeah, and um, and what are you on Facebook? How do people track you down on Facebook? I have no idea. <laughs> <Long> <laughs> so basically, what they do is they go to your blog and they hit the Facebook item. Oh, there's <laughs> there isn't a right. icon. God damn it! Anyway, they just they just guess. They'll find you. They'll find you yeah. and. Search out uh, Team Tibco, I guess, this year. Yeah, Team Tibco. Make sure you're following. Ta- yeah, t- Team t- Tibco Silicon Valley Bank. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, huge good luck, and uh, hope you have a fantastic year. I look forward to talking to you this time next year. You can tell me how all those wins felt. Hey, I love talking to you because you're you're a lot of fun, and you're always smiling and happy, and you're you're uh, one people one of the people I really look forward to talking to. So thank oh, you very much. So we yeah. like each other. Yay! Gushy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gushy. Uh. <laughs> Quick, let's get back to roadkill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Sarah. Have a good day.